young lions, lions of any kind, are those of New Japan. It looks it like it have been the lion's den from Shamrock, who's with Impact. Which is why they can't do that. It could have been Lionheart with Chris Jericho. Jericho, who's with AEW. But this could have been Lion King, which is a product <laughs> of Disney. Welcome to Grapples of Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you're going to spend the next weekend investigating the Fireflies and everything else in The Last of Us 2, because don't bother me after today, it's Last of Us 2 day. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely, I set up the PlayStation in the uh, living room, got the 65 set up, got the couch set up, got the necessary snacks the, to the get the me through. Uh, as my boy Babish would say, uh, to pull an all-nighter to play Last of Us 2. Oh, it's a wrap. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to beat it tonight. I'm not saying I'm going to beat it tonight. No. But it definitely will be beaten before Sunday morning. You think so? For me, absolutely. Ooh. See, I got to work on Sunday morning, so I don't know. I, may, I don't know. I may have to wait until – I may aim for Sunday night. That may be my, my goal. Bringing back an old school ref wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> anyway, you're joining us here on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? You got Apple Music, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio. I apologize. I'm a little excited. As always. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 I could tell. I could hear it in your voice. <laughs> Bro, I was waiting all day at work for this thing to come in, and I saw as soon as I got it, I was like, "Yes!" And then back to reality because I had a customer, I had line out the door down the block. Anyway, as always, I am one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be. That's why, because baby, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by my hetero life mate. Tell him who you is, baby. The very sensual. The very doid. Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the Firefly Slayer. Ooh. The general. Shades. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's, that's saucy. I like the sauce. So we've got, all jokes aside, I know we're kind of goofing about, about Last of Us 2. We have a lot to talk about in the world of professional wrestling. And unfortunately, a lot of it's very serious. Um... Of course, we're going to try and keep it light, but this may be a heavy one. But before we go into any of the allegations, before we get into any of the stipulations, before we get into any of WWE and their reactions and responses to how they're handling COVID and people not being there for recordings, before we do any of that, before we get into any of that, and before we put... Man, can we ring this bell already? Okay, I'm sorry. Ring the bell. (laughs) All right, so we do have to start with probably the biggest news that's come out of the wrestling world this week. Uh, earlier this week, a Twitter user by the name, I think her, her Twitter handle comes down to the word Tony, the name Tony, making allegations towards indie superstar um, David Starr. David Starr has a bunch of championships all over the European indie scene and the American indie scene, and she 
alleged that he was sexually abusive towards her in their past relationship a few years back. Throughout all of this, as a response, OTT, RevPro, TNT Extreme, um, they've all severed ties with David Starr, removing him of all of his championships, making them all vacant. Um, on top of that, there's been a explosion of a hashtag Twitter movement labeled speaking out from that we've also gotten allegations of sexual abuse uh, lobbied towards travis banks jordan devlin scotty davis and the biggest name of them all matt riddle oh Three, I, I don't know who Scotty Davis is, but three of these guys are, uh, two of them for sure, are major NXT UK guys. Jordan Devlin holds the WWE Cruiserweight, uh, was well, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship now. Uh, Travis Banks was fighting for the United Kingdom Championship, and Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle. Set to know? make his debut like, on SmackDown tonight. Yeah, uh, that's, this is major. Now the again, these are all allegations right now. There's no absolute fact, uh, but we're talking about five guys whose wrestling career can have a black stain on it. Yeah, if this is true. Yeah. I WWE mean, has already put out a statement that they're going to investigate this further, um, because obviously Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks our property of WWE in terms of who they wrestle for on their contract. Um, they have not made a statement towards Matt Riddle. They've only addressed Travis Banks, and Jordan Devlin. And um, I think Travis Banks was also somebody else was stripped of their title in the UK. So this is already starting to have having ramifications throughout the wrestling industry. Yeah. I mean, Jordan, I don't know if Jordan Devlin has been stripped of the cruiserweight championship, but I mean, this does make it easier for Santos Escobar to just keep holding on to it. Yeah. Especially uh, if they don't know the facts to everything. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to make, you know, rash decisions by, you know, firing people or removing championships, but if the allegations come out to be actual, you know, facts that this happened, then it looks bad on the companies saying, why didn't you act faster? It's very, it, it, it's, it's a very tough situation. Yeah. To be, it's very lose, lose. Unless like, yeah. you know, you have to act in like the, if it comes out that this is true, these allegations are true. The second this comes out, these guys have to be axed. They have to have their title stripped. Like they have, they have to move swiftly. But the the flip side to that coin is if they these allegations come out to be false, right? Then, like, how can you rebuild that bridge with that that superstar? I mean, it's happened at the NFL. Um, uh, I don't remember the actual the the football player's name, but. He had a, an ex-girlfriend who – she didn't say it was sexual allegations. She said that he used to beat her. Right. I remember this. And, and he's like he, he never touched her or all this other stuff. And then they did an investigation and it turns out that 
um, she just wanted to ruin his life. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, so it's, it's rough because the women out there who are being abused can't come forward because they're automatically met with, well, what if she's lying? Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It's horrible. Yeah. I mean, with anything, uh, the the few bad messes messes it up for the lot. Mm-hmm. And something like this, this is extremely serious. Yeah. This is sexual like sexual assault of any kind is not to be tolerated. For sure. So, I mean, um I I only know the Matt Riddle situation. I didn't even know that there were this I knew Matt Riddle, I knew Jordan Devlin. I didn't know that there was Travis Banks, Scotty Davis or David Starr. Uh, to start this, and from what I under- again, Matt- from what I understand, this is even, this is just a tip of the iceberg. Also, from what I from I mean, I haven't been able to really delve into it, but from what I'm gathering is the whole UK British scene, the you know, the whole UK wrestling scene rather is like under fire right now. So mm-hmm. it's this is wild that this whole thing is is just it's blown up the way it has. But like you said, Matt Riddle's the biggest name, like that's the name that's going to stick out, obviously. Yeah, I mean, take take a situation for like instance, uh, Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. When those allegations came out with him, yep. they turned out to be false. Yep. It's it's really rough. It, it's this is literally the the definition of walking on eggshells. Yeah. You don't know how to re. You don't know if your reaction may be a little too drastic. You don't know if if. If keeping these guys is, is going to be a good thing or a bad thing, if it comes out that, 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 that the women are lying, we're talking about multiple women now. Multiple women are lying. Yeah, come on, like there's some of these guys are guilty, you know. Yeah, and like, look, let's let's not get it twisted here. You know, Shades and I are not here to play judge and jury on anything. You know. Yeah. But, like, you know, when this happens, those victims who suffer, obviously we feel for. And those who who speak out, obviously we commend their bravery. And it sucks that we even have to, for a second, think, hmm, maybe this person is lying. Maybe this person is just out to ruin someone else's career. Which is awful. Awful. And, like, that's not, and again, we're not here to, to accuse anyone of anything. One way or the other, but these are the, yeah. the facts of, of the situation. Is that we don't know what's what. All we have are two sides of a story, or in a lot of these cases, one side of the story. Yeah, I mean, uh, Candy Cartwright, who ha- is connected uh, in this situation through Matt Riddle, she went out and she was tweeting today the entire situation that that has happened to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to read it without obviously the expletives. Mm -hmm. So just bear with me. Uh, She tweets back in May of 2018. uh, I was riding with Matt Riddle and a few other wrestlers during the van ride. When the other three wrestlers had fallen asleep, Matt asked me to hop on his member. Mm -hmm. When I refused, although we had previously been together, I was incredibly uncomfortable in that setting. So they have had, They've had a relationship in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, 
When I said no, he grabbed me by my throat, choked me, and said, what if I just made you? I ended up giving him oral sex, praying someone wouldn't wake up to get out of it. Having intercourse with him, it was incredibly humiliating. She finishes with, it's never okay to put your hands on a woman. It's also not okay to not listen when they say no. Very, like, these are... Her, her, this is her side of the story. Matt Riddle hasn't come out and actually tweeted, but there's a screenshot of him having a conversation with somebody. And the response is, the fact that uh, you think I do something like this makes me sad, bro. And seriously, with the bro thing. You don't need me to be a, you don't need to be a fan of uh, my fan or a friend, but try not to believe every story you hear, especially with no proof. Have a great day. And then the person responded with, why the F would they lie? Mm-hmm. Riddle responded with, why does anybody lie? She's been harassing me for years. I've had, I've had to change my number three times, and I almost got a restraining order against her, but I didn't want to ruin her career. My lawyer and WWE are already in motion to press charges for defamation of character, cyberstalking, and bullying. But believe, uh, believe who you want, bro. Why listen to logic or facts? So, Oof. so he's taking the opposite approach of David Starr, who I don't, I can't find the the tweets in front of me. But when the allegations came out against him initially, he admitted to being a bad partner and owning up to it, and specifically said he wasn't going to go on the defensive or on the offensive rather, um, but did not own up to any abuse allegations. Mm-hmm. So we we have two wrestlers who are accused of similar things going at this very differently. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you're not guilty, you're going to want to defend yourself. Sure. To have the company that you, you, you work for the WWE and your lawyer to start filing defamation of character and cyber bullying and cyber stalking. I'm not saying that he's innocent or guilty. What I'm saying is, He's starting his defense as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. It's a very aggressive now, defense, though, um, defense, though. And that can raise yeah, some eyebrows. I, I mean, it can and it can. You know, like for me, it's just if if somebody somebody <clears throat> excuse me accused me of sexual allegations, sexual misconduct, I'm going to try my best to defend myself. I'm not going to sit quiet. I'm not sure. going to stay shut. Sure. But no, I mean, I, I 100% uh, agree. Like, I obviously, if someone accused me of something, I would, you know, do the best to defend myself. I just don't know that I would go as far as being aggressive in terms of then pressing charges on them with all of these different like things. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if he if he has the receipts to oh for sure to her message and and stuff like that, then this is going to work out in his favor for sure. Absolutely. Um, I just, I don't, I don't want to wait to see where this goes because it's not a situation that I like. Yeah. I hold with bated breath. You know, this is something I, I don't want this in, in the industry. 100%. I mean, yeah, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't belong in the industry flat out. Yeah. It doesn't belong anywhere. Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, it goes without saying. But. Matt Riddle and David Starr are the only ones to speak out so far. Yeah. Uh, 
to my knowledge. Same here. Uh, and like I said, I know WWE has spoken on behalf of Travis Banks and um, Jordan Devlin, or Jordan not on behalf of them, but in response to them. But I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any response from Devlin or Banks directly. Yeah. So this is this is a, a, this is not going to go away anytime soon. This is this is intense. It's and I, I really hope it gets resolved one way or the other. You know, obviously, I hope none of it's true because not because I want these men to be innocent, but because I hope that nothing like this happened to these women. Because like Candy yeah. Cartwright's um, description of that altercation is horrifying. Like that it's horrific. It's horrific. It's just there's no other way to describe that, and so. I hope none of it's true, to be honest, you know, mm-hmm. and if any of it is, I hope those who committed any sort of crime, I hope they, they, they do the time that they, that they deserve to do. I hope they, whatever happens to them, they deserve, you know, but, oh, there's, um, some more tweets coming in. Okay. What you got for me? Candy Cartwright. Okay. She, she posted a, a DM, um, Somebody says, I believe you. Matt used to brag about grabbing you and pulling you into the parking lot in the middle of a show and having sex with you without asking. I don't know if that happened or not, but for him to brag about that, I know you're definitely telling the truth. So this person has their mind made up already. Yeah. Uh, Candy responds with, hi, I really feel the need to share this because people are currently attacking me and it's breaking my heart. They responded with, you're doing a very brave thing. The story that Matt will tell the boys about the, in the parking lot incident, did that really happen? So that like this is ongoing. Like This is yeah. still happening. Uh, is Candy Cartwright also Candy Floss from UK, or is this a completely different Oh, person? I, had, I haven't I don't even know. Hold on. That's a good, that's a good uh, question. Let's see. Because they were in NXT, but I don't remember... Um, she didn't go as Candy Cartwright. No, she's from Ron Conkham in New York. Yeah, no. This is completely different. Yeah, yeah. Completely separate. Um, let's see. Jesus, Lord. Allie made a, an official statement. Uh... For anyone wondering why it's so hard for women to speak out, they run the risk of not getting booked ever again. Um, let's see. Oh. Uh, as of six hours ago, WWE is looking into the Candy Cartwright assault accusations, but not pulling Matt Riddle from tonight's SmackDown. Mm. So he's still going to debut. Mia Yim. Just supporting the hashtag... Kelly Klein supporting the hashtag. Yeah, everyone, everyone's a page. Yep. See, but all I'm seeing now is a lot of people who are just, you know, supporting the hashtag and supporting those who are, you know, speaking out, no pun intended. Um, I'm not seeing anything direct. Yeah, I mean, these people are not coming out to defend um, any of the women, but they're defending the fact that they're coming out to speak out. That's oh, Jack Gallagher. We got another one. Gat- Gallagher was accused. Yep. 
Yes, he wasn't so gentleman. Apparently, at a New Year's Eve party in 2014, got a girl drunk. Uh, this is like a two-page thing. Wow. Okay, so we have another one. Lordy, Lord. Oof, this is not going well. Oh, NXT UK star Laguerra responds to abuse allegations. Against him? I think so. Oh, my God. What is going on in UK? Holy jeez. Whoa, 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 whoa. Am I reading this correctly? I don't know. I can't read it with you. Ha, ha, ha. You're so funny. Jimmy Havoc is being accused. Oh, Lord. Um, as of no DQ news, Matt Riddle's lawyer issues a public statement. So, uh, as previously noted, WWE star Matt Riddle is among numerous wrestlers. Um, that's just their own, which call it. Okay. Um, the allegations by the independent female performer are completely false in another attempt to harass and humiliate Mr. and Mrs. Riddle and try to tarnish their reputation in the community. We've been aware for the last two years of this performer stalking the Riddle family. In 2019, our firm had, had drafted a pleading against the performer to seek injunction for cyber stalking in the Grand Court of Orange County, Florida. So they've already, uh, his law firm, like his lawyer and their law firm, are out trying to get ahead of this, mm-hmm. saying that she had been stalking him prior to prior to the allegations. Doesn't look good for her. No, but it but doesn't mean that she's ex- 100%. What do you say? I'm sorry. What do you say? She, it doesn't. Pr- it doesn't prove that she's guilty of lying. 100. You know? Just 100 agree. I was just about to say the same thing. Because it could have happened, and then that's why she started doing all this. Hmm. Ay ay ay. This is wild. I'm just scrolling through this page, hoping to not see another wrestler being accused. Oh, that's that's all the news that I'm fa- I've found so far. Yeah, let's let's uh let's move on to some more news going on in the world of professional wrestling before we fall down this rabbit hole and never get out. In better news, in much better news, PW Insider is reporting that a TV taping was held on Saturday called Lions Break Collision. Now, why does why would that sound like it matters? Because Lions. Young lions, lions of any kind, are those of New Japan. It looks like... It could have been the lion's den from Shamrock, who's with Impact. Which is why they can't do that. It could have been Lionheart, Chris Jericho, who's with AEW. But this... could have been Lion King, which is a product (laughs) of Disney. We don't know. Man, Disney's buying everything up, so we don't know. This could have been Disney. You know? This could have been Disney. Well, considering that this was TV tapings that featured the likes of Jeff Cobb, TJP, Rocky Romero, Clark Connors, Alex Coughlin, Carl Fredericks, and Mysterioso, well, it would appear that New Japan of USA is looking to get something done on TV. Now, there's no word yet as to when and where and how this is going to be aired as their contract with access TV was null and voided after um, they purchased uh, impact wrestling. So 
we don't know where when we're gonna see any of this, but I think it's pretty dope that New Japan has done some TV taping. Apparently, they recorded nine to ten matches for these TV tapings in LA. So it's either going to be aired on the New Japan World app, which is an abomination. Oh my god, it's the worst. Or, or maybe they're closing in on a TV deal. Oh my god, perhaps. if you know, if New Japan locks up a North American TV deal. Oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Woo! Imagine. Could you could you imagine if on a weekly basis or even a bi-weekly basis we get to watch NXT, AEW, Raw, SmackDown, Impact, Power, and New Japan. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to keep up now. Power's on YouTube, right? Yes. Impact... Impact was on access, and yes. they were doing Twitch Twitch before uh, Rob Van Dam got them banned. Yeah. Um, we got AEW on TNT. Mm-hmm. We got uh, WWE on USA. Mm-hmm. And Fox. Uh, and Fox. Uh, where do you think New Japan falls? You know, like TBS? So TBS is also owned by the same company that owns TNT. It's all the Turner Broadcast Network. So I don't think they'd go to TBS. Um, Hold on, hear me out. Okay, hear me I'm out. listening. Hear me I'm out. listening. What if the elite and and Tony Khan are like, "Hey, we're trying to build a relationship with New Japan and get our guys over there and their guys over here, so on and so forth." Put them, don't put them on TNT. Put them on TBS, Oof. so it looks like different things. And boom, there you go. I mean, I'm sure the, the cons and the elite would love that, but is New Japan, you know, remember New Japan is not exactly, you know, a baby company. No. So I don't, they'd have to be on board with this. Yeah, but look at their TV deals prior to this. No one had access. It's true. You know, nobody watched access. It's true. TBS is one of the leading cable TV, like, you know, cable channels networks, yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, and networks, cable networks in, in the country. So, or you can go something crazy and go to like CW or something like that. No. Or just Channel 11. No. If they're going to go to one. They can't go to Fox. No. If they're going to go to a network CBS. station, it'd have to be like one of the big boys. CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. Fox is already taken. NBC is part of Universal, which is USA. So they're not going to do that. So it'd have to be CBS or NBC. It'd be CBS or ABC. ABC because they have Blackish on there, and they uh, mentioned the uh, the good, Okada that's match. A good point. Uh, we're falling down another rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legit sitting here like googling cable networks for these guys to join. Um, if Spike was still around, I would have said Spike TV. Um, <gasps> you know what I just thought of? NBCSN. Oh. Bro. Yeah, but we like that. Uh, For Optimum, you have to pay for NBCSN. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to pay extra. Oh. Because I was going to say, if you can throw in New Japan into that family of networks, you know, like like during the Olympics, you have NBC, NBCSN, CNBC, like all these other states. Like NBC has a quadrillion stations. And they're about to launch their brand new um, app called Peacock. So 
if you get New Japan in the fold, you can air them live on NBCSN once a week or twice a week, whatever. You can air reruns late at night on NBC proper, and then like um, and then you can you put- can't uh, you can't run reruns on NBC. Uh, uh, at at night, you have all those late night talk shows on on at that time. I'm talking about like they'll get killed in the radio. I'm talking about like two a.m. on a Saturday or something. You know what I mean? No one's gonna watch that. You, I know that something on that people are gonna watch. But I'm saying that like USA does that. They they air um Universal is one of the the, the channel Universal. They air Monday Night Raw at like two a.m. on sound on like Sundays or something like that. So like why? Just cause I don't know. Because they're owned by the same company. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So if NBC, so I'm saying NBC, if they, if the NBC umbrella company, whatever the name of their umbrella company is, purchases New Japan, they can sprinkle their programming throughout their networks, including NBC proper, NBCSN as their primary um, platform, and then you can upload or stream all prior episodes on the Peacock app. You can make a deal for like specials i don't know i i think that's the way to go just thinking about it on top of my head i like it i don't hate it i'll tell you that right now i don't hate it i mean where's it gonna go sci-fi burps amc no no amc is not their their catalog's already full exactly amc is too like drama serious tnt's locked up usc no that's um abc family is now um freeform Uh, okay So, so that's gone Comedy Central. <laughs> you put New Japan Comedy on Central. Comedy Central. V- VH1. <laughs> oh, VH1. <laughs> I think VH1 is actually owned by MTV now. Uh, MTV's a dumpster. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. So yeah, I think this is huge news, especially because of what it could mean. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, moving right along, those of you who watched AEW Dynamite this week might have noticed that former NWA TV champion Ricky Starks challenged Cody for the TNT Championship, and after the show, it was announced that he has officially signed with AEW, as well as Abaddon. Uh, yeah, she signed with AEW. And last bit of news, staking within the AEW Women's Division, the alien, Chris Statlander, has apparently torn her left, I'm sorry, uh, an ACL, yeah, she tore her ACL in one of her, I don't remember which one it was, and she is undergoing right. surgery to fix that. It happened when she went for a suicide dive uh, on last week's episode of Dynamite, and apparently she landed lame and tore her ACL, so she's going to be on the shelf for a little bit. Seems like aliens still have like human body parts. Yeah, apparently. Go figure. <clears throat> yeah. So um on to some WWE news. Trainee. A trainee tests positive for the coronavirus. Yup. Which in turn halted. Um, recording. Mm-hmm. Now, now recording has picked back up as of Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but excuse me, the absolute mess that the performance center must have been in because of it. The product 
uh, they, they may as well just scrap that episode because the product's going to be cockadoo. According to Sean Rassa, Ross Sapp of Fightful, um, he, one of his sources, when asked, oh, I'm sorry, was Russell, I think it was Russell Votes, I'm sorry, Russell Votes, when they asked their source what it's like at the Performance Center during the testing and all this, they said it's an absolute cluster F um, and an, a bleep show. That there's a complete lack of leadership and a total mess. This sucks because the NHL, the NBA, the MLB <laughs> are all trying to come back. <laughs> MLB, MLB, are they really though? Are they really though? Less than the other two. <laughs> Idiots. Are trying to make a comeback. And wrestling was the only thing that wasn't really stopped. They were still recording. They were still putting out weekly episodes. Some live, some aren't. Mm-hmm. To have one of your trainees test positive for 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 the coronavirus does not bode well for sports going forward. Now, what's interesting is what this really did is highlight just how poorly WWE has been handling the coronavirus. Because apparently, this is the first time they've tested anybody. So, the coronavirus hit January, February. The lockdown hit in March. And since then, we're now in June. This is the first time, and only because this one trainee tested positive, did they decide, okay, we have to test everybody. They're taking the Donald Trump approach to covid if we don't test anybody, we don't have any positive cases. It's it's insane. Apparently, they, all they had been doing was temperature checks. Yeah. Up until now. So now they're finally testing people. Um, and it's just it's it's wild. It's lunacy. And on top of that, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't, mention, I didn't put this in the notes, Shades. I don't know if you know about this, but. WWE has pretty much made a point to anyone and everyone who intends to go to the performance center for a taping or anything. If you want to wear a face mask, stay home. Oh, wow. So they're like anti face. They're, they're, they're the Karens out there. Yes. Why do I have to wear a face mask? If you're a real fan, you don't need to wear a face mask. Yeah, I don't know about that. So apparently they have a four-phase plan of their own on how they're going to reintegrate fans into like shows. And phase one was they're going to replace... No, phase two was replacing all the performance center people with like friends and family and like those who know people. Yeah. And those are the people who are like, no, if you want to wear a mask, you, you can't come to the show. So wrestlers, staff, crew, all that, no mask allowed. Although, from what I understand, if you go watch the New Japan Cup right now, everyone is wearing a mask. Yeah. Anyone in attendance right now is wearing a mask. And even at the finals, uh, when Tetsuya Naito faces whoever wins the New Japan Cup, their limited attendance will be forced to wear masks. Yep. And WWE is doing the complete opposite. Why do we continue to watch this company? I have no idea. I, I, bro, I'm telling you, every week, I have no idea. 
Yeah, I mean, I- I'm about to pull a Kevin Owens and just not show up anymore. Ooh, nice transition. What a segue. This is what I do, baby. I- I'm a professional. You know? <laughs> professional, Kevin Owens is done with it. He's like, you know what? I'm going back to Montreal. I'm out of here. Screw y'all. Y- 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 I don't know what y'all doing. Kevin Owens did not appear for tapings this week. And who can blame him? It's not me. Not I, Mr. McFly. Nope. Because, excuse me, the fact that they're not, they're discouraging yep. people from wearing masks. Yep. What? And the message Bro, seems you- to be, the message seems to be, if you want to keep your spot on TV, you'll keep coming to these tapings. <sighs> Disgusting. Oh, I uh, in um in non-COVID news, the Undertaker uh was quoted as saying that the Randy Orton and Edge match was one of the greatest matches of all time because you don't see old school wrestling like that. And I'm just like, hey, Mark. <laughs> Shut up. You know, Shades. It wasn't It wasn't a bad match. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the greatest match ever. Yeah, no, for sure. But apparently, it's the general consensus that this was a classic. And that this was Edge and Orton's best matches individually of their careers. I probably wouldn't deny it. I would have to go back and watch. That's- okay, so watching Backlash. What was this? Backlash is just Backlash, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Watching Backlash felt like a chore. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back and, and sacrifice another 40 minutes of my life to rewatch this match. That's what I, I, was talking to, I was talking to my brother about this over the week, and I was like, you know, because Backlash was such a junk show, did that skew how I felt watching the match? So I think, yeah, I think I need to go back and rewatch this this match in a bubble. Yeah. Because apparently exactly. it was it's very highly, like, critically acclaimed, and... I don't. I don't know. I don't remember being that good. You know. Did Meltzer give his ratings yet or no? Oh, I didn't even check. Let's see. You yeah, talk. Because, I'll check. Because the the land of the rising sun still has the greatest professional wrestling match I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And that is Kazuchika Okada versus Kenneth Omega for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Okay, like seven and now a half. That right? match, yeah, it's, it it broke like the scale or something like that. Yeah. Their matches broke the scale, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, this wrestling match wasn't the uh, RKO Edge versus Randy Orton isn't even better than Omega Okada one. So uh, maybe we're we're spoiled because of that, or. Maybe we don't know what a good wrestling match is in the WWE because they don't they're not given the time to have one. Okay, so here I'm sorry, I found a uh, Meltzer. <clears throat> he did not provide a rating for this match. His reason being that it was heavily edited. He said he really did like it, and quote, if you want to call it a five star match, you could. But doing so would be unfair to everyone who actually worked a five star match without those benefits. Okay. So there you go. Um, speaking of that match, 
Edge has a torn pectoral muscle. Yes. Uh, which he sustained in the match. So he's going to be out again. People are heartbroken. I was like, why are you heartbroken? The guy's only wrestling four times a year. <laughs> it's true. I don't I don't get it. It's not like AJ Styles went down or, or Seth Rollins went down or Aleister Black went down. We're talking about an overpaid Ooh. part-timer. Ooh, chimney cricket. Am I wrong? Am I not? Am I? Am I? Am I wrong in saying he's overpaid? The man wrestles four matches, three million a year. It's a million a year, three uh, three million for three years. A million a year, four matches per year is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per match. Is he worth that? Not in my opinion. I don't think so. But this is also Vince, and look at the way he pays Brock and Cena. There's a difference between Brock and Cena. Brock and Cena are Brock and Cena. Brock left the WWE, made a name for himself in the UFC, became the heavyweight champion. John Cena is a movie star. Edge is some Canadian guy who broke his neck and had to retire. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop me when I'm wrong. Like Stop me when I'm wrong. You know? Like... Brock Lesnar brings in the Bucks. Oh my I'm not saying God. that Edge doesn't because all these like fans are going nuts because they still love Edge. And I've always said that Edge is probably top 10 heels ever in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't care. Like After this Randy Orton stuff, where do you go from here? You don't. He goes back home to his kids and his wife. You just have... Um, Saudi show matches or, or Australia matches. <clears throat> you come in for the Royal Rumble once. That's it. You're done. You know, I saw AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, uh, Kevin Owens. Screw it. Braun Strowman. They're there day in and day out, busting their hump, mm-hmm. you know, potentially catching, uh, you know, in the, on the front lines, you know, exposed to, to COVID. And Nia Jax. Isn't. I'm sorry? And Nia Jax. Oh, explain. <laughs> Nia Jax. Uh, I see you're, you're so funny. Nia Jax. <laughs> They're equally dangerous. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, they don't they, they don't have interactions with Nia Jax. <laughs> Io Shirai and, and, and Charlotte and Asuka, they, they have to be worried. Of, they, COVID, COVID wouldn't take you out. Nia Jax will. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah. Um, so WWE is just trading guys to and to and fro from SmackDown to Raw. Mustafa Ali is moving to the Raw roster. Ooh, sad face. He's going to get, he's going to get just, just completely thrown to the wolves and disappear. He's going to be completely forgotten about. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was going to, that's what I was trying to say. I was like, forgotten about. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you going to be part of the Forgotten Sons because oh. a brother that is joining him on Raw, Dolph Ziggler. What? Dolph Ziggler was traded to Raw as well. Oh, God. Um, It's okay because we haven't seen Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali is definitely not going to be the hacker 
Or did they reveal the hacker already? They have not. Or that was our our whole thing was the the, the light will set you free or some like that. Some, whatever well, the hell is yeah, just... I don't know. You had the circle of lights, and that used to be like the thing that he had on his gauntlet, and then yeah. the truth will set you free, and yada yada yada. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think WWE well, even knows who the hacker is. It could be our truth. What? Because <laughs> hear me out. Before you were watching wrestling, and he had this whole little Jimmy thing with him and John Morrison. They were feuding with uh, John Cena. Um, his moves called Truth and Consequences. And before his music used to come on, he said, The truth shall, shall set you free. And like, What's up, everybody? What's I'll never so, forget when I started watching wrestling again, and I saw they're like, "Oh, truth!" And I was like, "K Quick, <laughs> he's still wrestling." Yeah, no, I I I knew our truth because of TNA. Right. You know, I was like, "Oh," when I saw him in TNA with um, BG James, who's also mm-hmm. the Road Dog, right. and Conan, who got to keep his name. Um, I was like, "Oh, it's K Quick." <laughs> K Quick and Road Dog, they're together again. It was like they were um with three LK, three live crew. Oh my god. And their their intro music was um Ron Killing's music. Yeah. Like it was him rapping. Yeah. Whatever it is now. Yeah. And he went as Ron the Truth Killings. Yeah. So King Yeah, Quick. maybe our truth is maybe our truth is um the the hacker highly done and he just like and he just fell into hacking for something like he just walked into a computer one day and he's just like oh and then like Wait, that's it's like it, an idiot you know? savant I don't know he's I feel like they'll do something like that it's just WWE's nature that's true Ugh. anyway you want you want to get us through our last two points for. Uh, for the episode, so I can go and ignore the world. Oh, fact of mundo. Okay, so Raw is three hours of wrestling. Question mark debatable. However, something that came up on Raw was something that I definitely want to mention because it was quite frustrating to me. Now, anyone who watched Backlash and watched the match between Nia Jax and Asuka saw the ridiculous finish where it was a double count out. So they have a rematch on Raw this week, and I'm like, great. Here goes WWE with their rematches and, you know, this nonsense. So I'm watching the match, whatever. It's like, it's a thing going on. I don't care. And then all of a sudden, Asuka is on the ground. Nia Jax goes to pin her. Asuka's foot is under the rope. So the referee waves off the pinfall and doesn't even try and go for the pinfall. Nia gets upset and pushes the referee down to the ground. The ref then pops up argues with her and Asuka gets Naya with the schoolboy roll up and the referee hits her with the fast count one two three in a heartbeat and I was stunned I was like <gasps> a it makes sense b it's interesting and c this is how you book a finish to a match where you get to keep everyone strong because Naya got beat 
because she beat herself. So you have a heel who's getting her comeuppance at the same exact time as she's still staying strong because she didn't get beat. She didn't get like pinned clean. She didn't submit. She lost by pinfall, but it was because of her own doing. She got into the cheap mess with the ref, so the ref gave her the, the, the fast count. Asuka stays looking strong because, I mean, she was looking strong throughout the match anyway, and she won. So, you know, and it's presumable she could have won anyway. She just happened to win in this fashion because Naya and the ref had the altercation. So you have the heel doing heel stuff, getting themselves beat. You have both women, you know, no one's coming out of here looking weak. And you have something interesting that now you can chew on. You have the whole Naya and the ref thing. Now, if WWE is smart, they run this ref angle for maybe one week, maybe two at the most, just so they can say, hey, look at the fast count. The ref can come out and have something to say about it. And then, you know, whatever. But just the fact that they even did that, I was like, when was the last time we saw WWE do something interesting with the finish like that? And B, like, why didn't they just do this at Backlash? I don't understand. Why did you save the good finish for Raw and you do the junk finish on the pay-per-view? I don't mean to detract from this, but there is some breaking news. Oh, We need a breaking news sounder. I know, right? We do. We'll get that. Independent wrestler Phil Early recently spoke out in the Speaking Out movement and accused Jim Cornette and his wife Stacy of predatory behavior. Now bear with me because it's a lot. He said, I made a very vague post yesterday about Jim Cornette. In the face of the current events, I feel the need to clarify and speak up. During my first year in the business, his wife Stacy attempted to groom me. She approached me via DM sent me lewd photos I've never asked for, implied protection from the Kentucky Commission, stating he was a family friend, and told me he was going to F me as if I didn't have a choice. My experience with them is tame compared to others. When Jim was booking at OVW, if you wanted a contract on his show, you wanted a contract or to be on his show, you had to perform sexual acts on his wife many times with him watching. This has happened for many, many people. A close friend of mine was groomed and basically brainwashed by them for years. When he finally escaped, Stacy went to great lengths not only to terrorize him, but to actively try to other wrestlers physically assault him. Have other wrestlers physically assault him. I was one of them. She sent me pictures, showed tires um, of his... Of, excuse me. I was one of them. She sent me pictures showing his tires slashed and bragging about setting them, setting him up to lose his job, his apartment, or even his car. All because he escaped an extremely toxic relationship and didn't want anything to do with them. Stacy bragged about being able to call the Kentucky Commission to give him targets. He was a family friend and she wanted to, she can turn his attention to anyone licensed in the state to potentially hurt and sometimes even ruin their careers. When he says cult of Cornette, it's because he has a history of taking advantage of greenhorns, using his power and position as a booker for OVW in order to fulfill his and his wife's sexual desires. They use their place of power to hurt many people. No one wants to speak up because of his position in wrestling, but this is extremely common knowledge among OVW alumni. This will probably ruin a lot of opportunities in wrestling, and that's fine, but make no mistake, Jim Cornette is trash. He and his wife have made power plays in order to hurt many people. F you, Jim. F you, Stacy. You are scum. 
I feel like I betrayed the school that let me learn the craft of professional wrestling. OVW is the reason I turned my life around, and I feel I betrayed them. That's how messed up wrestling can be. My hands are shaking, and I'm scared. As you know, uh, I'm scared of, uh, about typing this. If I was a man sending a woman unwanted nudes, telling them how they were going to f them, and try to get them to actively commit crimes to hurt others. No one would tell me I don't see anything wrong with this. I hated it and how it made me feel. Holy, holy. And uh, there are pictures yep. of. Yeah. Wow. There are screenshots, there are pictures. Yeah, I'm not going to read wow. the screenshots. No, 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 no. So yeah, there is. Now you can add Jim Cornette, who's already not well liked in the professional wrestling world. I mean, that dude's a controversy. He's a lightning rod for controversy. Yeah, and you can just add another uh, bolt to his collection. Oh, I I don't even have words right now. Because, you know, say what you want about these wrestlers or whatever. And, you know, not to say that one is less than the other. We're talking about Jim Cornette here. We're talking about one of the biggest names in professional wrestling history. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I was was going through Twitter while you were, you know, talking about uh, Raw. just Just to see if anything else came up. And, boy, something came up. Um, yeah so uh, the finish should have should that that's that was um backlash should have been that that's what that should have been oh my word tell me you got more nwa tweeted out two hours ago Pursuant to allegations made by pro wrestler Liz Savage on her Twitter account on 6-18-2020, NWA VP David uh, Lagana has resigned his position effective immediately, as well as production of all NWA content is temporarily halted pending uh, restructuring of executive management positions. So him too. Yes. Laguero tweeted out an hour ago when... Just about when we started, the current story that has released by Violet O'Hara, Claire uh, Michelle Oldfield, is neither accurate nor true. This is completely false allegations, and whilst I've done other things in my life that I deeply regret, this is an inaccurate. Um, uh, this is isn't an accurate or truthful portrayal of the events. This is nuts. This so is Ligero speaking out now. I don't. I don't even understand. This is wild. Yeah, this is Matt Riddle just tweeted out his uh, his lawyer's press release. Wow. It's so crazy how like we had the Me Too movement a few years ago and now it's like professional wrestling is just catching up to that. Yep. It is nuts. Um, I don't know. Um. I don't have much else to say about any of this. I've ma- I've said what I had to say about Naya and Oscar. I don't know if you have anything to say about that. Uh, no, I think I think we can 
go home. I <laughs> all this news is. I don't know if I got the energy to play The Last of Us Two now. Do you um? Did you want to discuss what you want to discuss about Allie? Oh yeah, no. Uh, AEW's phony. Oh. That's it. <laughs> AEW's phony, and all of their fans are phony as well. So are you phony? Because they found. Oh yeah, but I, I'm actually pointing this out. Oh yeah, I'm pointing this out. So I'm not phony. I'm I'm the whistleblower, as it were. The ice cream truck is by. My I house. hear it. I was like, wait a minute, is that you or me? If it's by you now, I'll, I'll probably by me in like an hour. <laughs> About to tell a man to go run and get me some ice cream. Ice cream? When did we get ice cream? <laughs> did you get ice cream? <laughs> I have the same thought in my head. <laughs> That's the ringer for you guys, for you little lames out there who didn't see that. Oh my god. Okay, so so Allie came to AEW as Allie. Mm-hmm. And then she That didn't work. Turned the, the 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 demon bunny or the bunny it's just the bunny when the blade when the blade and the butcher came mm-hmm. and she's in a relationship with the blade mm-hmm. and now without any um explanation she's now with QT Marshall yeah I call BS because if WWE did this because they've done it in the past we'd be Crapping all over them. So, uh, just just uh, playing devil's advocate here. Uh, here, we, no, here we go. Shut up. Just playing devil's advocate here, the way you would. How do you, if you're a, a wrestling promotion, AW, WWE, Impact, whatever, and you have an angle or a character that's not working, how would you go about pivoting? Because write it off. You, okay. Oh, so you wanna you wanna you want them to acknowledge her leaving the butcher and the blade. And then joining QT. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm game with that. And in fact, that actually could have given them something to do. Because you could have had her, like, falling for QT and her changing her ways for him. And that could have done something to create a feud between the Butcher and the Blade versus the Natural Nightmares. Yeah, or they could they could have done something like um, have her have, like, multiple personalities. That too, yeah, yeah. That could have worked. Yeah, no. Do anything. I agree. Don't just don't just ignore it. You yeah. know, like that's it's a slap in the face. Yeah, and it's, and it's funny because, like, and the, this is the first time that I can think of that they've done this because remember they did the whole um thing with Brandy and her Nightmare Collective. Uh huh. But they wrote that off as she got therapy and then she was fine. It was lame, but they did it. They did something. Yeah. So. You're 100% right. Exactly. You're 100% right. I agree with you 100%. If they were willing to at least do a therapy thing with Brandy to get out of the whole Nightmare Collective storyline, they could have written something for Allie to get her from the Butcher and the Blade and into, not into, sorry, excuse me, um, with QT Marshall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're, I, I I don't disagree with you one bit. I agree. And as a fan, I am disappointed that they decided to go the easy route and just, you know, pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, folks, in the world of professional wrestling, 
Um, there are good seeds. I promise there are. I swear. I swear there are. Please take my word for it that there are. And uh, if you're a professional wrestler this week, <laughs> a lot of bad seeds. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that needs to be set on fire. That is professional wrestling. I don't even. Uh, I my good seed goes to the finish of Nia Jax versus Asuka on Raw. That's my good seed. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, my good seed is the fact that I get to play the Last of Us two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh no! All joking aside, um, my good seed is something that I haven't even gotten to watch yet, uh, and that is New Japan coming back this week. Yes, New Japan Cup. Yes, the start of the New Japan Cup. Yes, yes. No argument for me. Absolutely, totally. Um, bad seeds. <laughs> Do we even? How much time you got? <laughs> The week of. <laughs> the week in professional wrestling. That's my bad. <laughs> it's all bad. It's all bad. All of it. It's all bad. It's, it's all bad. The whole, Except for the whole New Japan recording TV in LA. It's all bad. It's all bad. Oh, God. That's... But, I, <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's going to wrap up our show for the week because it has to, for our sake. <laughs> As always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. It's Grapples on number two. Apple. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Um, no. We got more news. No. We were out of here. We were almost out of here. AEW tweeted out six minutes ago. Oh. We're. We wish Jimmy Havoc all the best as he receives treatment and counseling in an effort to overcome his mental health and substance abuse challenges in life. We are aware of various reports related to Jimmy. We are evaluating his status with our company, and we will address it when he has successfully completed his rehabilitation. Oh! Wow! So, yeah. Wow. I think it would be remiss if we didn't say that before we went off the air, you know? No, 100%. Now, the question lies. The question, did yeah. Jimmy is Jimmy seeking um, help on his own, or is this the No, I think they're saying, forcing him to. Yeah, you got to go do this. I think they're forcing him to do it, and they're going to see how it is afterwards, and then they'll make their decision. So they're not firing him now, but. Um, He's got to go to rehab. Wow. This is bananas. So Jimmy Havoc's off to rehab. Okay. Holy crap. My apologies. Now we can go off the air. Um, wow. Um, okay. Like I, like I was saying, as always, you've been listening to us on soundcloud.com slash grapples apples as grapples the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Maybe not this week, though. 
because, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's facebook.com and twitter.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples on number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. We really need it. And we, we also need a big old hug right now. Both of us, we need the hugs. This is insane. Um, as always, I, I'm for, for a second, I forgot. I'm like, what do I do next? As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's why I be, because maybe that's who I is, joined by my hetero life mate. The man of the hour, man with the power, too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, the firefly hunter, the, fly, the firefly killer, the general. Shades. Don't forget to check out all of our past episodes this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love.